Welcome to Leadership DNA, a podcast for those who aspire to be a better leader. Alongside Arturo Gomez, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, advancing self-care. Arturo, what is advancing self-care? Well, you know, it's, uh, it's, I think it's falling, it's falling deeper in love uh, with yourself and making sure that you're doing the little things that, uh, that you certainly would do for, for any person that you have uh, that you hold in, in extreme high regard and that you, uh, that you love. I love that. And I really enjoy the way that you framed that because sometimes we care for others more than we do for ourselves. And that's a good trait, but at the same time to be a great leader, you also need to take <clears throat> care of number one side note, go back to one of the previous episodes that we did about taking care of number one. So let's now get to why is this important? Why is it important that we advance our own self-care? You know, it's um, the idea of self-care. I've seen it as a theme and as an anthem, certainly for 2021. I think that there's a lot of people that are, that this is really, really top of mind. And um, it's, it's, um, it's been something I've been reading about and consistently kind of challenging myself with over the last couple of years, because it, it really has, I think it's been become a more prevalent concept, certainly in the last couple of years, but um, uh you know, without, without having yourself fundamentally rooted in, and again, and with a strong, in a strong emotional state, um, I don't think that you have uh, the wherewithal to really provide um, yourself with this personal, with personal leadership, personal guidance. And, and you certainly are not going to be uh, of, you know, of huge, tremendous value to others. If you really can't establish, um, you know, this, this, this care and this attention and this love for, for number, for number one. And, and, and that's, you know, that being you. And so um, I think, you know, for, for me, 2021 is, is the year that I um, and that others should either you fall in love with yourself again, you fall in love with yourself for the first time, or you figure out how to maintain and keep that consistent love with yourself throughout the year. And, and hopefully this is a, a springboard and a catapult for, um, for the future and for, for subsequent years, because it's, it's critically important. And, and I'm not talking about a narcissistic uh, concept or, you know, a conceited view. I'm talking about somebody who gives themselves uh, little pieces of, you know, write yourself a love note, right? You know, write, do things that you would do for somebody that you are badly in love with and, uh, and, and treat yourself right. It's almost like turning yourself into your own client. What would you do if all of a sudden you're like, Hey, what's up? I'm Rob. And this is my client, Rob. Let's go ahead and do something. And this reminds me of something. And I've mentioned this on the show before when I meditate. And the very first thing that I say to myself is I'm doing this for myself and I'm doing this for others. So by doing it for myself, I can show up better for others. And as a leader, that is oh so important. So Arturo, now let's get to the how you can do it. And I'm really excited about this episode because we're going to share a ton of ideas for how you can advance your self-care based on both what Arturo and I have done for ourselves and that we know work. So Arturo, do you want to yeah. throw a few out on your end that you do to advance your self-care? Yeah, I mean, I think I think the way that I I would have people look at it is is mind and body. You know, how do you how do you provide yourself with this uh, nourishment, this love, this care 
and, and, and treated both again, from a spiritual standpoint, but also from a physical standpoint. And there's, and when you, when you dissect it like that or, or allow it to diverge, there's a lot to talk about. You know, you can talk about the emotional um, and the spiritual things that you should be doing. You should be, you know, we can go through a long list of ideas, but some of the stuff that I'm, that I'm purposely really driving for myself is, is, is meditation. Obviously you and I talk about meditation quite a bit because it's um, it's something we both love and, and we, we believe in it. Um, uh, sleep. I, I have been uh, somebody that I would say over the last, you know, 22 years of, of my uh, entrepreneurial career, I've been somebody that, you know, sleep was never really something that I, that I cared about. I, I, I cared deeply about getting a good amount of sleep now. And so, you know, that's, that's one thing. I think physical exercise is something that I have a cadence and a, and a strong belief in. And, and that could be, you know, one of the things I want to make sure that people understand is that when we talk about this particular episode and these things that you can do for yourself, they can be as small and minor as, um, you know, something that it, it just, it doesn't need to be in a large scale. It doesn't need to be supersized. You know, you can do things for yourself that are small acknowledgements of caring and love. And so, um, but the list is, the list is quite long. And I think that there's some things that I know that you wanted to talk about in terms of, in terms of the, this list, but it, it really can be small um, or, or big in terms of the way that you identify it. So let's talk about fitness for a second, because I know it's an area that is top of mind for everyone. And so often as high performers, we have a high standard for what fitness means to us. But when I look into my mindset, I like to simplify things as small as possible. And I'm actually going to use today as a great example. So yesterday I ran five and a half miles, gorgeous day. It was good. And today I woke up and my day was a little upside down and I didn't get the opportunity to go and work out today. But you know what I did get the opportunity to do? Drop down and do 26 push-ups. And why did I do that? Because it's more about the mindset than anything. Because I don't believe in zero days where I'm not going to do anything. When I know, all right, I'm not going to the gym today or I'm not going to make it uh, for a run, I say, all right, what is one thing that I can do to still satisfy that need that I did something physical for myself? And one thing that I've learned that I've done for the longest time to make this even simpler, how in the world do you do 26 push-ups? So I created a thing called naked push-ups. And what is this? Before you shower. So we all turn it on and it takes what, 15 seconds, 30 seconds for it to get warm. You just drop down and you do naked push-ups. Do as many as you can. And there's several reasons for this. One, we all have the time and I don't care if you do three push-ups, you do a hundred push-ups. Number two, you do feel kind of jacked when you're done. So if you drop down and you see how many that you can do, you get into the shower and you're like, well, I'm kind of feeling kind of good right now. And number three, it's actually all about the mindset of it. So often in fitness, I've found it is sure i love to look good and there are benefits of it but i love what it does for my mind because i no longer have to think about oh did i do anything today because boom i checked that off and then all of a sudden that breeds confidence and now the rest of your day you're like you know what this wasn't a zero day i actually did something and you can really work on that self-love and we talked about this in our past episode where 
Fitness to me can be an element of self-love and a way that you can love yourself is by doing less and just by doing something instead of zero will make all the difference in the world. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's the, the level of, uh, or just this feeling of, again, we, we, we tend to, we tend to look at things, accomplishments in uh, supersized kind of segments. Right. And that's why many of us have these lofty goals and these resolutions at the very beginning of the year and, and, and difficult, some, sometimes difficult to maintain because we're putting ourselves through, uh, you know, this, this pressurized environment that, um, that inevitably we're human and there's going to be days we missed. And, and we, what we have to understand is that progress is, can be, can be measured in, in many different ways. And so as long as you're making a commitment to continue to improve yourself from a physical standpoint and a spiritual standpoint, you're going to really get to the place where you want to be. And so, uh, you know, 26 pushups is better than zero and um, a 20 minute walk is better than zero. And, you know, um, and so everything doesn't need to be so um, mentally straining and, and, and significant in, in, in from an outside perspective to be, to be something that, that uh, shows progress. It also shows consistency. And we've talked about what consistency means. And so if you're committed to, to this idea of better in uh, your physical or your mental state, there's certain things that you should do um, with, with consistency. Yeah. And if someone says, Robin Arturo, I don't have the time to drop down and do 11 push-ups." Well, that's just a lie because then your priorities are, are out of whack because we all have the time to do 30 seconds. It's now about the intention of saying, oh, I realize I need to do this. And here's something that um, I want to share in terms of this is uh, what do you do first thing in the morning? And I think this is going to be one of the biggest game changers around advancing self-care because so often what stops us from advancing self-care is allowing the world to dictate how our day starts. And for me, I believe this is probably the number one most important thing. If you said to yourself in 2021, when do I start working on myself? And I know a lot of people wake up, hit snooze, check their email, jump on social media. Immediately, the world is running their day. But imagine if you just said, I'm waking up to do 10 push-ups. That's it. Or I'm going to meditate for three minutes. So I ask yourself, when do you start investing in your self-care? At what point during the day? Because I can tell you from experience, from the second you wake up, every second moving forward is less of an opportunity for you to do it because there's more reasons not to do it. So Arturo, I'm curious to hear from you in terms of starting your self-care and how you do that. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I think it's, it's for, for me every day, you know, that what I try to do is I have uh, a schedule for the week in terms of uh, uh, what days I'm going to do physical exercise. And it really lines up where it's, it's basically, the idea is that it's seven days a week, but I'm not doing, I'm doing a couple of days where I'm doing uh, a yoga practice. Um, it's not too rigorous. It's, it's actually way more relaxing than, than anything else. It's just basically a stretch. Um, but I, uh, I actually, when I get up in the morning, I, I go straight to, I have these, um, I have a soda stream, uh, which by the way, I'm not plugging soda stream, but I think it's amazing. If you, if you 
uh, like carbonated water. Um, so I have uh, a couple of liters always in the, in the fridge and in the morning I, um, I become a very big proponent of, of getting enough water because one, I was not doing that in the past. And, um, you know, water is such a, such an important part of the, you know, the, the biology and the metabolism of, of our body. So, um, so I go right in the morning, as soon as I wake up, whether it's at four in the morning, four thirty in the morning, five in the morning, five thirty in the morning, whatever, whatever it is that I time that I get up, it's early, it's significantly early. And so I get, it, it automatically brings up my blood pressure. And so I go to the, I go to the fridge, get that started. And then look at my notes from the, from the previous day. So what I'll try to do is I, I send, get myself organized so that I can set up my notes uh, pr not the night prior. So I have a little bit of direction as I'm, as I'm waking up and getting going. And then, and then after about 35 minutes, 45 minutes of getting my day organized, I'll, I'll get into my exercise actually. I love that. And I love how you prioritize it early. And on my end, the very first thing that I do every single morning, and it's been this way for the last eight years, is work on my personal development. I've read for 30 minutes every single day for eight years, including on the weekends. And it's very simple. Why in the world do you do it? Because when I audited the success habits of the most successful people, the CEOs I aspired to be like, they said, on average, the average CEO reads 60 books a year. And I was like, shit, I'm reading zero. So it's clearly important. If something is important enough, when is the best time to do it? First thing, why? Because there's no longer an excuse for why I won't do it. And now by doing that, I've actually built growth into my life because every day that I read, I am better than yesterday. So by design, the very first thing that I do every single day makes today better than yesterday. And as a leader, if you can make today better than yesterday and you rinse and repeat that for eight years, 10 years, an entire lifetime, what do you think the result is going to be? But if you start your day and let the world dictate what's going to happen, you can go an entire day by saying, wait a second, today actually wasn't as good as yesterday was. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We do not want that. So be intentional about the design of how you do it. You don't need to do what I do. You don't need to do what Arturo does. We are just giving you examples of how we think and operate about being intentional about starting our day. So I just want to reiterate, be intentional on your end. Ask yourself, huh, when do I start? investing in my self-care during the day? Am I consistent with it? Because Arturo, from what I hear from you, you're extremely consistent about it because it's part of who you are. Yeah, I mean, the, well, the consistency is, I think is, is matured and evolved over the years, um, certainly, but, but it also having consistency for me de-stresses things. I, I know what to expect. Um, and again, I, I, like, I like being in this state of, where there's there's a good amount of time allocation in the day uh, for myself, um, and I, I I could probably argue that there's probably not enough time, but when I'm getting exercise in, I'm getting a meditation in, and you know, unlike you, I mean, one of the things I I, I love uh, doing is I love reading uh, the paper. I love reading reading a physical newspaper in the morning. But um, to me, those are the those are the things. Those are my guilty pleasures that. Um, really that's, it, it's, it's actually not even the right word because I don't feel guilty doing it. I, I, I feel actually fantastic. I feel like it's, it's something that's, that's critical part of, of, uh, my emotional stability. And so, uh, you know, as we talk about self-care, it doesn't need to be, you don't need to send yourself to a spa. You don't need to go to retreats. You can do things that signify it to me. It's just about, it's a, it's a signifying that you are consciously, 
making an effort to actually treat yourself the right way. Treat yourself as you would want to. And that th- this should be one of the additional 10 commandments, you know, not, not just treat others as you would treat yourself, treat yourself as you would treat others, you know? And so, um, and, and that can work both ways, you know, don't, you don't want to ever treat yourself badly. So don't treat others badly. Right. But if you're treating other people with kindness and with love, then you certainly should re- redirect that and put that on back on your plate too, you know? And so, um, it's, I see, I see so much in, in the news. I see so much in a lot of the uh, leadership um, uh, media uh, periodical stuff that I'm reading. And then also, you know, uh, in glimpses of social media people, there is a real high level of consciousness right now around, around self-love. And I really hope that um, our listeners, and I hope that, you know, the, the, the world at large, I think, um, would benefit tremendously by giving themselves a little bit more attention and care. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. So uh, here's some other things to uh, give as inspiration or ideas. Um, being intentional about allowing yourself to think, allowing yourself to journal, allowing yourself to actually write on paper. And so often we don't think we have time, but what if you thought about your self-care as an investment? Because guess what? It really is an investment. It's an investment in yourself. It's an investment in your future. It's an investment in your being and how you show up to others and how you be as a leader. And we would never say to yourself, oh, you know what, Arturo? I don't have time to make investments in my life because I'm too busy doing other things. No. So think about, hmm, what are some areas that you want to invest in? And I find that thinking and not just sporadic thinking, but if you can set aside 15 minutes where you say, all I'm doing is thinking and candidly, I both do this and I struggle at it. I love doing it, but then I'll look back and I'll be like, man, I've gone three weeks without having an intentional thinking or brainstorming session. But nonetheless, I'm at least aware enough of it enough that boom, I'm going to reactivate that. And what you realize is the absence of the world really allows you to get in tune with yourself and your thoughts. And you get done with that. And you're like, whoa, I feel amazing right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you're never gonna feel um, you're never gonna feel as amazing as you do when when you give yourself some time and attention. I mean, there's there's really that it's a special it's kind of this special moment. And again, that's why I, I kind of started this episode with, you know, if, if if you don't feel like you're madly in love with yourself, and I don't and I say that again, I repeat, it's not it's not a narcissistic conceited kind of concept. But if you don't, then learn learn how to. Um, love yourself and, and fall back in love with yourself or fall in love with yourself. Um, it's a, it's a necessary, it's a necessary piece of evolving yourself to get to a higher level. And here's another simple one. Ask yourself, what time do you stop looking at your phone? And for me, this is a game changer. And my number was nine, 9 PM where when 9 PM hit, My phone is done because once again, just like in the beginning where you want to control the way that your day starts, you also want to control the way that your day ends and you need a shut off switch. And as leaders, I know some of the challenges can be, we're always on as go, go, go. There's so much to do, 
But once again, sometimes it is the absence of go, go, go that allows you to sleep better and be happier and adding a little bit of stillness in your life. Arturo, I'm curious on your end, how you deal with shutting off your day and or turning off your phone. God, I knew you were going to redirect that towards me. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm not, uh, I'm still trying to figure that out. I think, um, Here's what I will say, though, because um, I obviously mentioned that sleep is is an important piece. You know, in a traditional normal day, you know, for example, I was in bed by 730 yesterday. Um, you know, so, um, you know, a normal work week day would be, you know, my, my phone is off because I'm I'm off. I'm, you know, I'm personally, you know, but I but I that's kind of how I push myself or, or I, I'm able to get up really, really early in the morning. Um, I, you know, that's, that's a, that, that for me has been a challenge. It's been a challenge and I think it will continue to be, um, a challenge, uh, over the course, certainly over the course of this year, because it's, it's, I think it's, uh, it's something that I've identified as an illness, my own personal ailment. Um, but I have, I have gotten better. I know that I've gotten better because I I'm, I'm getting reports from my phone every week telling me how much time I'm spending on the phone. But I think, you know, I think it's, um, part of it has been, this year has been such a turbulent business year for, for me. And, um, I've, I've felt that the proximity to phone and contacts and network has been uh, a necessary thing that, that that's there, but, I think that there's a lot that people could learn specifically from what you said and kind of uh, having parameters around how you're, because if not, if you, if you, if you allow yourself to, to, to live like that, you, you are being dictated to by, by technology. And it's, 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 um, you know, certainly this has been something that's been top of mind for me, probably for called the last five or six years. And it has been a work in progress. So um I'm probably not the best person to give feedback on that. I will say though, that we all have, and I think you highlighted this is that we all have our challenges and we all have these unique things that we need to, we need to work on. And so um, I think as long as there's um, consciousness to me, having consciousness around the things that you need to improve or want to improve is, is a tremendous start. It allows you to again, and I don't beat myself up, up about it, but I will. I will very, very quickly, especially towards the end of the day, uh, realize that you know what am I, what am I doing? Like this, I need to just kind of, I need to. It's I've put in, I've done twelve hours worth of work today. It's enough. It's enough. So, um, so yeah, yeah. And as we've said numerous times, neither of us are perfect. These are ideas. These are things that we go through in our everyday life. There's things Arturo does that I don't do. And likewise, and we at least like to bring this top of mind in the name of self-improvement because it is way better for us to at least be aware of these things and say, you know what? I'm going to work on improving these in my life. Doesn't mean I'm 100% all of the time, but that's way better than the inverse where this isn't even part of our radar. And the last things that I want to sort of bring up is ask yourself, when do you feel most alive? Are you doing new things? And are you doing things differently? As we look at 2020, so much of it was homogenous. It was like Groundhog Day, 
day after day of seeing Ned Ryerson over and over and over again. And we get tired of that and you fall into this rut. And sometimes that sameness can be a bad thing. Well, are you intentional about designing newness into your life? Are you intentional about feeling alive? And if you're like, well, when do I feel alive? Set some time aside and say, what makes me feel most alive? And you're like, wow, it was actually when I was at New Orleans down in Mardi Gras and blah, blah, blah. doesn't matter what it is. This is a judgment-free zone. And then start working backwards and saying, huh, what's something that I can do that'll make me feel alive? And maybe the answer is I'm going to go call my friend that I went on that trip to New Orleans with, and we're going to talk about that. And all of a sudden you're in flow and you're feeling more alive. What we really want to do is give you actionable steps and little prompts for you to say, huh, how can you advance your self-care just by asking yourself simple things that you can do? Right. Um, you know, it's, I think, um, you know, you, you have, I think what we'll do is we're going to need to post a little bit of a, a list of things that we, cause we, we haven't really dove into the entire list and I mean, everybody's list is going to be a little bit different, right? I think the one thing that's occurred from 2020 is that people have perspective, a, a perspective and a level of consciousness that I did not feel as a society, literally as a, as a planet that I, that I don't think that we had prior to this. This is a moment that I think is going to be very constructive for us where we realize that there is, um, there is such importance to our own health, mental and physical, that there's such an importance to uh, the well-being of the planet, that there's such an importance in, in, around the things that I think were never really um, at the forefront of our thoughts and, you know, moving a mile a minute and having the, um, I think, uh, the societal beliefs that we've, I think all grown up with, I think this year was, was a game changer, certainly, um, for me in terms of making sure that the, there was enough time and attention, or there will be enough time and attention kind of moving forward, uh, to really give back to myself so that I can be stronger, better version, um, of myself to, to do, to do what I can, um, for my family, to do what I can for my businesses and to do what I can for the community I live in. Because remember, focus on what you can control. Don't worry about the things that you can't control. So everything that we just talked about here, all of these completely in our control. And let's say 2021 is the exact same as 2020. And we have no idea what in the world is going to go on. Guess what you can control your mindset your personal development, your intention, how you show up for yourself, how you show up for others. These are all invisible things that cost zero dollars. All it takes is you being aware and conscious of them and making it happen. So Arturo, what is your action item or takeaway from this episode? I would say that um, I want people to actually uh, write down some things, some small things that they can do um, to really kind of show that they have an interest in progressing this concept of, of self-love and, and, and again, be, be mindful that doesn't mean that you need to run, you know, five, 10 miles a day or, or even a week. It, it's, you know, small things that will show uh, intent. Intent is, intent is a, a major component of this. And so I think just writing down some, you know, and these don't need to be dramatic new year's resolutions, just small little things that will contribute to a better acknowledgement that you really care about yourself mentally and physically. And on my end, my action item is both simple and fun. I want you to do something new this week and bonus points for doing it today. 
What in the world does new mean? Well, you know what? You can go to a restaurant and try something you've never done before. You can walk around the block and take a different route. I find that when you add newness to your life, so many good things happen because newness becomes contagious. Now you walk around the world being like, huh, what's something new that I can day can do? And for me, that advances your own self-care. So Arturo, where can everybody connect with you? Best place is going to be LinkedIn, Arturo Gomez. And on my end, you can hit me up on all social media platforms at Rob Cressy, especially LinkedIn and Instagram. And Arturo, you mentioned we're going to compile a list of things. Um, I will do that with you after this episode. If you're interested in getting our list of uh, self-care that you can work on for 2021, hit me up, Rob at BaconSports.com. Shoot me an email and just say, hey, I want that list. We'll take the time to put it together for you so that we can help you out on your journey.